Welcome, Mama. You've got your hands full, I know. As a mama for myself, I can relate to the exhausting days of motherhood with wiping messy faces, correcting attitudes, and picking up those countless piles of laundry. But I have found that if we search deeply and open our hearts, we can experience motherhood in a whole new light. By applying biblical principles, we can have joy, we can have peace, and we can have purpose in motherhood. Join me weekly for a little spiritual water for your weary soul. Hi there, welcome to another episode of the Purpose in Motherhood podcast. I'm Ashley Caston. We are going to talk about sibling rivalry tonight and arguing back and forth and the the fighting and the tattletaling that sometimes happens with siblings. I'm sure it never happens with your kids, right? It's probably just mine. No, it's all of us, right? If you have multiple kids in your house, you're bound to have some kind of quarreling at some point or another. So we are going to talk about that and how to handle that with grace and in a way that really works and keeps you from just wanting to pull your hair out. So before we start, I wanted to share a little something fun about me. I haven't shared this before, but my middle name is Brock. And um, growing up, that, you know, we didn't, I mean, I mean, I'm an 80s baby. I was born in mid-80s. And that wasn't really the age of trendy, you know, different unique names. It was kind of, um, I don't know, everyone kind of had the similar, the Ashleys and the Britneys or the Lisas. So my name was very kind of um, out there having a, a boy name for a middle name wasn't a trendy thing yet so when I was in kindergarten I remember we were all sharing our names and when I shared that my middle name was Brock the kids teased me and they called me broccoli and so for years I didn't want to share my middle name because I felt like if I did people would be like oh that's so weird Obviously, I'm over it now, but it's just so funny. It makes me wonder what kind of names kids will, um, you know, grow up thinking. It's like, what were you thinking? Like the names that we have now, because we have so many unique names. You know, kids are named after anything. You just pick whatever. You can name your kid Quinoa, you know, and it's just like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Um, But you just wonder what will be those names where people, you know, our children look back and are like, what were you thinking? What was trendy then? You could just name your kids whatever you wanted. Um, So anyways, um, that's about all. I don't have any other news for you. I know I've had some updates lately, but um, if you want to stay up to date on all of the things coming up, there's lots of exciting things coming forward. Um, Some courses for moms. My next book is coming out. There'll be a, a tea time devotional coming soon. Lots and lots of fun things. Um, make sure you join the mailing list at thepurposeofmotherhood.com. If you jump on the VIP email list, you will get email updates when um, all that comes out. So, all right. Well, let's talk about this topic with sibling um, fighting and quarreling and all of that and kind of what we can do about it. So, I was just thinking back to there was a specific day about probably about a year and a half ago, it wasn't that long ago, um, where I was completely over all of the fighting in the house. I remember this day specifically because I did not handle it gracefully at all. Like this, this is one of those stories where it's not like, oh, you know, I was just praying in the closet and here's what the Lord showed me. No, this is like a, I fell flat on my face kind of day. 
um, which is important to tell those stories too because um, we have to know that that yes it's like we are going to have those days because we're not perfect right we are we are weak human beings in need of a very strong God and thank thank goodness that we have him um, but um, we just don't want to stay in that place, that place of just fe- always feeling defeated, right? Which is really the purpose of this podcast is um, to paint that picture of what it looks like to fully submit to a Lord who is more than enough, more than what we need, and to um, ex- accept our weaknesses, um, but also look to the Lord for our strength and for guidance so that we are continuing to be refined by Him. So... Anyway, so this is one of those moments where it was like I was in need of some refining in this area. Um, And it it just was one of those days, and I'm trying to remember back. I don't know if it was cold outside or if it was rainy, but I just remember that we had all been cooped up in the house. It probably was wintertime, and the kids, it was too cold for them to go outside. And so they were just kind of at each other's throats and just like snippy all day, and they had been arguing a lot, and I kept breaking up fights. My um, The third born would have been... Uh, closer to two then or maybe yeah she probably was closer to two and so um, she kind of was in that two-year-old stage you know or she may have been just turned three I think she had just turned three but so she was still um, you know just like this is mine and snatching and so there was a lot of arguing because of that and so I remember that it hit a point where I was just so tired of the sound of arguing you know what it sounds like like when kids argue it's like certain tone and they come at you with that same tone too it's not like they turn around they're like oh mother can you please come talk to my sister for me no they turn around to you and it's like mom it's just oh my goodness it's like nails on a chalkboard sometimes right when you're hearing it over and over again and that it's just all around um And so I had heard it so much that day that I just, I could not handle it anymore. And so I looked at my kids and I was like, everyone in the bathroom now. And okay, mind you, our downstairs bathroom is a half bath, right? So it just has a toilet and a sink in there. It's a pretty small little bathroom. And I was like, all three of you march in there right now. And they just stopped and looked at me and they're like, what? (laughs) And I'm like, go. All three of you, I want you to all go stand in the bathroom right now. And they were like, okay, what is about to happen? Like, what what is going on? Why is she asking us to go stand in the bathroom? And so I, they all went in the bathroom, and I just shut the door behind them. And and from the outside of the door, so I'm standing on one side, one side, they're in there. I just said, you guys will not come out of there until you have resolved it. So here they are standing in the bathroom, like with, you know, no space at all. They're already in each other's space like and getting irritated with each other and so the way I resolved it because I was just so irritated I'm like fine I'm gonna shut you in the bathroom and I'm not gonna let you out until you guys have learned how to work this out was not my finest moment okay and I don't know that it was that successful because I don't remember the day getting much better after that it's not like it was like oh this is a great idea which is why I didn't ever do it again but um and the kids thought it was hilarious actually they came out laughing afterwards and we're like oh yeah we, we said sorry you know and then continued to fight later but um it just I think what I learned that day is that um I don't handle fighting very well in my flesh I don't it 
irritates me. It gets under my skin when there is just whining and arguing. I like things to be peaceful and happy. And I mean, don't we all? And when there is that specific tone that comes with all the quarreling, it just, uh, it's very hard for me to control myself. I've had to really learn to, to swallow that part of me that just wants to, ah, and freak out and just control my, my flesh and just say, okay, this is not the right way to handle this. Like you're the adult here. You control the temperature of the home. Don't allow them to. Um, but all that takes time and it takes a lot of character transforming by the Holy Spirit. Um, so that was my glory days right there of parenting when I locked them on the bathroom and I realized, okay, something here is broken. I need a system. And I've talked about this before. I will talk about, continue to talk about it because I do think it's such a powerful way to look at just your home, um, to identify those stressful areas as just broken systems. And so this was like a broken system because essentially what I was seeing here is that my children were not being led in a very, um, helpful way in this area where they were able to take a truth and apply it to that situation of, um, fighting with your brother and sister. I mean, we, we talked about it all the time about kindness and just using kind words and come on, let's forgive. Let's, you know, all the things that you teach them, right? All the biblical truths. But I didn't have something that I constantly came back to. And so it wasn't a very, um, um, I don't know, it just wasn't something that I was re- repeating. It kind of was wishy-washy parenting, right? Where it was like, oh, I don't really feel like doing anything. Just go resolve it yourself. And maybe this time I sit down and I try to disciple them. And it's kind of just back and forth. I didn't have a plan or something to kind of that I constantly came back to to reaffirm those biblical truths and to point them in the way that they should go when they come across arguments and that's what I really needed to find so I started searching like the word for that like God show me what I can do to help guide my children in this area because this is really stressful when they start fighting all the time And maybe you feel like that too. Maybe you've got a lot of fighting in your home and you get irritated by it like I do. And you're wondering, how do I even teach my kids how to do otherwise? How do I get this to stop? I mean, not that your kids are going to be perfect. They still will have days where they fight. But what is the right solution here? Because yelling at them or locking them in the bathroom is not the right answer. I mean, I didn't lock them in there, but just shut the door. But it might as well have been because I told them, you're not coming out until you've resolved this. Um. So maybe you find yourself there too and you're like, I'm just over it. I'm over them whining and coming to me and tattling on people or hitting each other, steal, taking from each other, you know, snatching and just that tone where they're just whining at everybody. If that is you, well, take, com- take comfort in knowing that you are not alone. And what we talk about at the end of today's podcast is going to be something that you can walk away with and use in your home that you won't feel like is constantly changing it'll be something concrete that will point straight back to scripture so hang on just a minute mama because we are getting there okay so going back to me just looking in the word saying okay like how do you even tell us to resolve conflict because I need to know myself so that I can lead them in this so in Matthew eighteen fifteen. Through seven, it says, If your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault 
between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have gained your brother. But if he does not listen, take one or two others along with you, that every charge may be established by the evidence of two or three witnesses. If he refuses to listen, then tell it to the church. And if he refuses to even listen to the church, tell him, uh, or sorry, let him be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. So basically this verse is saying, look, keep it between you and that person, the one that you have an offense with. If you cannot work it out, then go get another party, bring them in, let them hear the case and give wise counsel and let them direct and maybe um, bring some insight into the situation. If that doesn't work, bring it to the church. <laughs> and if they won't even listen to the church, look, this is, doesn't need to be ha someone that you have in your life. Now, obviously with our kids, it's a little different. We're not going to cut our kids out of our life or bring them in front of the church and, you know, um, say, listen to them. But, um, this can apply to the way that they handle conflict in the home. So what do they need to do before they come to mom? They need to go to their brother or sister and try to handle it on their own. That's biblical. That's not us just not wanting to handle it. That's biblical. They need to learn how to do that, um, which is going to take training on our end, right? Teaching, teaching them the right way to do that. Um, but that, if that can, continuation of having them go to their brother or sister first really is going to set them up for conflict resolution success in the future with other adults when they know that, hey, this is a biblical principle to actually go to you rather than gossiping to somebody else or just bad-mouthing you and avoiding going to you first and trying to resolve this. The other verse, or actually there's two other verses, so the second verse that really spoke to me was Ephesians 4 31 through 32 and it says let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you along with all malice be kind to one another tender-hearted forgiving one another as God and Christ forgave you so this verse is really talking about your heart in that so hey when you do go to your brother let's make sure our heart's in the right place there shouldn't be any anger there any wrath, any bitterness, if you are choosing not to forgive in that situation, you're essentially saying, yeah, God, you forgave me, but that other person doesn't deserve forgiveness. So all the sins that I have committed, everything I've done, that deserves forgiveness. But this person over here, what they did to me is far too great to forgive. That's essentially what we're saying. It's a very prideful thing when we choose not to forgive. And so this verse is saying, be rid of all that. Get that out of your heart. God forgave you, and so there is no excuse for you not to forgive others. So make sure that your heart is softened and that it's tender and that it's open so that when you have those conversations, there is just a grace and an ease upon it, and there's not uh, two parties that are easily offended and just ready to attack each other. And then the third verse was Proverbs 15, 1. And that says, A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. And this talks or speaks so much to our tone and the words that we choose to use. Because we can either choose words that are going to bring people closer and a tone that opens the door for conversation and communication. Or we can choose tone and words that push the other person away and put them on the defense. Just with the way that we, you know, even that we speak things can automatically uh, put a huge divide between us. 
this is probably something that you have experienced if you have teenagers in your house, right? They all of a sudden get really mouthy and snappy and you're like, oh, don't use that tone with me. You're not going to talk to me that way. It makes a huge difference. And so the more that we can talk about that and bring it to light when they're younger, uh, the deeper that'll kind of root in their heart where they start becoming more aware of that. Okay, so I took all these these three verses and I went, okay, God, so how can I use this to really transform my home and to disciple my children? And here's what he showed me. So we have something that we do in the morning in our home that works really well. I was kind of tired of having to um, say to my kids, I can hear the little one crying in the background. I think my husband has her, but I hear her, I hear her crying. Um, in the morning when it's time for my kids to get ready for the day, I have them do what, and this would be another great podcast too, is just morning routines and things that make the morning run smoothly. But I, I have my kids, um, do something called their five. And basically I was just tired of having to tell them all their different responsibilities and ask them, have you brushed your teeth and have you done this and have you done that? And so we just came up with a system and I say, do your five and they, they know what they are responsible for. So I was thinking about this. I'm like, you know what? Like that would be amazing to have like something where I can, before they come to me with any kind of wine, I can be able to, I can look at them or, you know, when they come to me with something before we can go into anything else, like I want something where I can look at them and say, have you done this first based on biblical principles? So we came up with our three checkpoints. So what happens is if they are in an argument with their brother, with their sister, um, they come to me and I, before I listen to anything like they, and they're supposed to come, not that they're perfect at it, but they're supposed to come to me without the wine too. That's another big thing. It's like, when you come to me, your tone should be even like you come to me just saying, you shouldn't be like hyperventilating. Come to me and say, mommy, I need your help in a conflict. And then the first thing I'm going to ask you is, have you done your three checkpoints and your three checkpoints? Um, are the first one is, um, have you taken your offenses up with your sister? So before you came to me, did you go straight to that person and talk to them? If not, then I'm not going to hear your case because this is biblical. And again, we keep going back to these scriptures. So this isn't just what mommy wants you to do because I don't like handling conflict. No, this is what the Lord tells you to do to, so that, um, your life can be blessed. So have you taken up your offenses with your sister? Number two is, did you use kind words that um, turn away wrath? So we talk a lot about tone because if you go to your sister, but the whole time you're talking to her, you're saying, you did this and you did that and da 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 or your name calling or belittling or trying to make the other person feel guilty, any of that, that's going to stir up anger. And so you're not doing any good. You're fighting fire with fire, right? And so... That's based on biblical principle. You need to be using kind words that turn away wrath. So harness your tongue and tune in your ear to your tone and speak kindly, speak gently, and really try to work to get to a place of resolve. And then the third checkpoint is this, to keep your heart from bitterness. So are you already at a place, are you at a place where you are so angry and unforgiving towards your sister that you really don't 
care what they have to say. You just want to prove your point. Are you able to forgive them at this point? And if you are not, well, then get your heart in that right place first so that your heart is settled before you go into that conversation. And that's a hard one for them. That does not come naturally. That's something that you kind of have to talk them through. Um, But that should be the way that we address conflict, right? As adults, like we don't need to go in it with such a burdened heart, an angry heart or um, a heart that has been hardened already. Because if we do that, there's probably not going to be much resolution going on. And as soon as the other person starts talking, we're just going to want to attack what they say because we feel hurt, we feel angry, and we deserve justice, right? And we deserve to, for our points to be heard, and we want to come out of this thing on top and with the other person apologizing. But if instead we go in it with a softened heart that says, I'm going to hear what the other person has to say, I'm going to try to understand where they're coming from, and I'm going to work to get resolved because my relationship with this person is more important than whatever it is we're arguing about. If we go on it that way, well, then that's going to be a healthier conversation. So that was it. That was the three things that I felt like the Lord showed me that I could start applying in our own home. So it's the three checkpoints. Have you taken your offenses up with your sister? Have you used kind words that turn away wrath? And have, are you keeping your heart from bitterness? If you can answer those three things, that's when then I get involved as a mother and come over there and say, okay, what's going on? Tell me what happened. And again, I do make them tell me in a very calm voice. (laughs) I don't let them, if they start getting, you know, where they start hyperventilating, you know, if you have a, a child that gets really emotional about things, that's usually the one that cries the whole time and you can't understand what they're saying. So I make them calm down. Or if you've got the one that uses a nasty tone, I mean, I've got, I've got them all within, <laughs> within the kids that I have. I feel like I have a little bit of everybody. And so the child that can get a little like snappy, they, I usually have to remind them to watch their tone and to reword things. <clears throat> um, but if they have done that first, I don't mind at that point stepping in because maybe it is something where they need um, wisdom. You know, they need somebody else, some counsel to come in there and help. And that's fine. But most of the time, it's little things that they really could work out themselves. And it just takes kind of some yielding and some, um, you know, just dying to self and serving one another, which... It's really hard for us as adults too, let's be honest. But I have found, and I know you will too, that just by doing these three things, I have found that the tone of the house has changed, even if there still is arguing, and even if they don't get it right, the tone is better because they know what's expected in this house, and they know that... If they come to me, I'm going to point them right back to the word. So when they do come, they um, just are a little more settled and um, it's just easier on my ears. (laughs) Let's pray now as we close. Lord, I just pray right now that you would guide each one of these moms, that you would give her creative ideas, that you would give her biblical truths that she could apply in her home with whatever situations that she has going on. And I pray that in the coming days that there would just be a peace in her home, that the children would um, just get along and that the whining and the arguing and the quarreling and all that, that can bring so much tension in the home that 
um, you would just help her in guiding them and that that tension and all of that arguing would just subside as a result of um, just what you're showing her and what you're guiding her in. And I God, I pray that you would give her just an extra dose of self-control to God and of peace in her heart so that she's able to mother well and do it um, in the way that you call, have called her to. We love you, Lord. We lift up your name in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you.